Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 41st episode of the Marketing is Bullshit podcast, your go-to podcast for cutting through all the noise out there about what you should be doing to market your small to medium-sized business. I'm your host, Melissa Fisk, owner of Local 44 North, a marketing, coaching, and consulting group dedicated to helping women business owners attract more local clients with less effort so they can have it all, a successful business, and plenty of time to do what they love, whatever that may be. Today, we're going to be talking about influencer marketing and how you can implement an, an uh, implement an effective influencer marketing strategy for your business. Um, as usual, I am joined by Mary Ruth, who works with me over at Local 44 North, and we also have a special guest, Miss Wren, who is 11 weeks old um, at the time of this recording, and just making some cute little noises in the background here, but uh, hopefully that won't be too distracting. Oh, no. She's just excited about influencer marketing, as am I. Um, Melissa and I have talked about this in our meetings a lot. I'm super into this. So I'm really excited for this um, episode, and I think our listeners will find a lot of good, good things to take away. So I guess we can start um, with why people should consider influencer marketing. Sure. There's definitely a couple of reasons. Um, First off, influencers aren't going anywhere and neither are the platforms that they are influencers on. Um, In fact, I saw something just the other day that was talking about how some of the bigger uh, social media influencers out there have recently been hired to hold uh, pretty large positions at bigger companies, whether they're brand ambassadors or brand representatives or head of creative or things like that. So from just being a, you know, quote unquote, silly little social media star to, you know, being on the leading team of major companies is a pretty big deal. So, um, you know, they're they're definitely influencers are out there. They're very important. Um, They're very helpful for brands. They're very effective, um, which is another reason to work with influencers. Um, It's very hard, as I'm sure you know, to build a following on social media, Um, especially if you're just, I don't want to say like a run of the mill business because no one's a run of the mill business in my opinion. But if you are a business that's, you know, out there competing with a lot of other businesses, it's going to be really hard to build a big following on social media. And I don't know that you should necessarily spend all of the time and the money trying to build you know, that following on social media, I still think there's a place for you on social media and you should be on there um, engaging with your audience, but you're never going to have the numbers and the size audience that some of these influencers do. Um, It's even harder to build an engaged following on social media. Um, And of course, influencers already have that too. And, you know, so they have this massive audience and they have an engaged audience. So why not capitalize on that? Um, And kind of piggybacking off of that, Um, Influencer audiences are already engaged, as in they already trust that person. And trust takes a long while to build, um, especially if you're a new brand, you know, coming out of the blue to nowhere, from nowhere to this like new person, um, you know, building trust can take some time and you need that trust for that person to make a purchase. So if, you know, you have this person out there who has, a similar audience to kind of who you're trying to target, you know, they have a massive audience, they have an engaged audience, and they're going to trust what this influencer says to them. And those are all some really, really powerful, powerful tools at your disposal there. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm glad that you mentioned the trust aspect because I was reading an article um, this week, actually, and it said that heading into 2022, a lot of people are trying to become, you know, influencers and get in that creative space. Um, But the ones that have built the following along with the engaged followers and have that trust built, they're like, I mean, they're the ones that you want to become because um, they're follow they're following um, basically is easily influenced by them. So brands always want to work with them. So definitely um, some good points there. Um, I guess we'll move on to how do people go about influencer marketing? Sure. First and foremost, I think it's really important to kind of what we were just talking about that you really understand your buyer personas. Um, because you are going to want to work with folks who have an audience of those buyer personas, right? Um, of your target audience. And also most influencers aren't going to just work with you if they, if, you know, you have something that doesn't fit for their audience, you know, they want to see a natural connection there. They're not going to force something on them. Say you're someone who sells women's clothing or women's accessories, right? You're not going to go to, say, you know, a very outdoorsy DIY, like, dude builder who's showing you how to do stuff around your house, right? Like, the people following him are probably not going to be the target audience for women's clothing and accessories, right? Absolutely. So once they kind of, like, understand that audience, then what do folks do? Yeah, so per usual, I'm all about getting organized and coming up with a strategy and documenting things. Um, So I suggest to start by building out lists of influencers. Um, You can create just a simple Google Sheet or Excel spreadsheet, um, you know, and group them. We'll talk about how you want to group them in a second. But basically, for each person, you want to have their handle, what their bio says, their follower count potentially a link to a a comparable influencer post or video that they've done with someone else, if that's applicable, Um, who their audience is in a few words, you can sum that up. Um, And then, you know, you want to organize that spreadsheet either by like follower count. So like, say you have, you know, the one to 10,000 followers in the first group or in one tab, you know, 10,000 to you know, 25,000 in the next or some or so on like that. Um, the other thing you could do is break it down by business. Um, so for example, if you're a fashion brand or a business that sells maybe women's accessories, but then also home decor, for example, um, you'd probably want to work on or work with some influencers who are either fashion influencers and or like home decor influencers. And they're probably not going to be both, right? They're going to be one or the other. So thinking that way, you know, coming up with like different groups of almost topics, if you will, um, and group your lists that way. That's awesome. I like how you gave those two examples of like the follower account numbers or the follower numbers, and then also like the topics. from that industry. So that's a good way to group them. So once you have that kind of built out, then what do you do? Sure. Then you're going to obviously work on reaching out to folks on that list. Um, I kind of like coming up with a cadence of, you know, every week add five to 10 people to that list and every week reach out to, you know, three to five folks on that list. 
Um, and I like to come up with a couple of standard pitch templates. Um, again, think about, you know, either the type of influencer you're reaching out to, like who, what they sell and who they sell to, um, you know, or like, you know, like we mentioned, either like that fashion influencer or home decor influencer. Um, you can come up with pitches like that. You can also come up with pitches based off of the type of influencer that you're going to be reaching out to. And by that, what I mean is like you've heard of, I'm sure, micro influencers. Um, and then obviously like, you know, the bigger pay to play influencers. So the pitch you have for a micro influencer is probably going to be a little bit different than the pitch you're going to have for a bigger brand influencer um, who probably you're not even going to talk to that person directly. You're probably talking to someone who manages their account. Um, right. So, you know, those pitches are going to be very different where micro influencers might be willing to do a post for free product or perhaps a commission of sales that they sell from, you know, if you use a unique link for them um, or a discount code or, um, you know, those larger influencers are mostly going to be like pay to play folks and you're going to want to get right down to it and ask them direct questions like, hey, what's your budget or like what is your cost to do a post? Um, cause pretending like a big influencer isn't going to charge you to do, to do something like that is just silly and they'll probably ignore your message. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like they would, they would look for the number and if they don't see it, they're, they're out of there. They're out of, they're out of that email. Um, and also I follow just some influencers on my personal, um, social medias and they have, when you said the manager that manages them, they have like their, um, management team like email and all that for business inquiries in their in their bios so it's pretty easy to find if you're like on the hunt um for for that information um speaking of the templates do you have any tips for what to include in those yeah and you just made a really good um point my first one my first tip is going to be you know usually sending messages through like dms on instagram um is a great way to connect with Definitely some of those micro influencers because those folks live on social media, right? Yeah. Um, but to your point, when you're looking at their bio, and this is like a clear giveaway that they are a bigger influencer that does get paid to do things, you know, if they have an email to their management company or specific instructions on how to get in touch with them about cross promotions, obviously go that route. Yep. Um, another tip, always kind of keep your messages short and sweet. Um, I always like to start with some flattery, um, but, you know, again, very succinct in these messages, like, hey, came across your page, love what you're doing, You, I like the, like, color pattern, I liked XYZ post, you know, just comment something that you like about their page to show this person that you've actually looked at their page, not just like, hey, let's work together. Um, right. Explain why you think you're a good fit. Um and remember, they're not going to work with, they might not even respond to you if you're coming like completely out of left field. They're only going to post something. And honestly, you only want to work with people who are going to post something that like naturally fits with their content. Um, because, you know, coming back to that first point, how we started this episode is like they have the trust, right? Um, and the reason they have that trust with their audience is because they have like a vibe, a feel that they're posting constantly. And it's not just like trying to sell them on something like every other post, you know, it's like the things that they are sharing 
um, like different products or whatever are things that they genuinely like kind of fit with their brand and would make mm-hmm. sense to their, to their um, followers. So obviously you want to make sure that it's a good fit and that it makes sense. Uh, let me see here. The third tip I have is, um, you know, we've kind of talked about this, but I'll just reiterate it. Know who you're reaching out to as in like, are you reaching out to a micro influencer or someone who you're definitely going to have to, as you keep saying, pay to play with. Um, again, you don't want to go to a massive influencer and just say, Hey, I'd love to send you some free product. Like, great. They get free product all day, every day. <laughs> Um, another tip for these messages, um, is make it as easy as possible for them, um, while being strategic. What I mean by that easy as possible, let's break that down first. Um, you know, like just being like, Hey, you know, you start with your flattery. I think we're a good fit. Like, I think your followers are going to really like this because of X, Y, and Z. Um, I'd love to do, I'd love to send you a product. These three products are our most popular around this time of year. Um, you know, kind of thing I can, I will create, you know, I can create the post for you or I can just send you the product and you can do the photo shoot or we can style it or whatever, you know, basically giving them everything as much as possible in that first message so that they understand that it's going to be very easy and straightforward to work with you. Right. That's what we all want in anything business. Like to let's get it to the point. Let's get it done. Yep. Let's make it effective. Let's make some money. Right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't like really love having to be like, okay, well, what do you want? Like having to ask you as the business, like what you expect from them. Like, I feel like, like you just said, make it as easy as possible. And I feel like they're more likely to, to do it with you. Exactly. And what I also said there was being strategic and a good way to be strategic with that, again, like it still has to fit, um, you know, with their content and what they're going to post. But say you have, say, you know, that like one of your, if you sell purses, one of your purses is your most popular product. It sells out all the time. It's the purse that you always keep a lot of inventory in because you know that you're going to sell a lot of them you know, be smart for your business, like hoping that you are going to get a boom in sales for this, you know, product or thing or whatever, um, be prepared for that. So again, like be smart and to the point in this message, but also be, um, strategic with, with your business and how it can help you make the most money too. Um, and then lastly, my last tip for these kind of pitches is to follow up always. Um, you know, we're so hesitant to do that, especially as women, um, right? We're like, oh, we don't, I don't want to bug them. I sent them oh, a yeah. message. I sent them a message last week. I don't want to bother them again. But the truth of the matter is, like, people are just busy. And it's like, they yeah. probably read it. And now it's like 40 emails deep in their email. And they just totally forgot about it. Like, maybe they read it on their phone when they were in line getting coffee. And then it was their turn to order. So they didn't get to reply. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't, don't... And if they're annoyed with you, they'll tell you, but these people are influencers. This is like what they do. So it's not like you're going to be quote unquote, like bugging them. They're just busy. So you want to like keep pushing. Um, don't get like super demanding, obviously be polite, um, but definitely make sure that you're following up with these folks. Yeah. I feel like if you, they don't respond on like that initial email, don't like assume that they're not interested. Um, I definitely feel like, like you just said, 
Um, they get so many emails a day and they probably will read yours. And they're, if then if they are in the middle of something, then it does get lost. So yeah, I definitely feel like following up um, is never a bother to um, the influencers. So, but yeah, I, I think that that really sums it up. Um, I really like this episode. Did you want to do a quick little recap for our listeners? Yeah. So first and foremost, we started this episode by talking about, excuse me, why you should consider influencer marketing. Um, and if you aren't already sold on it, it's not going anywhere. I saw some statistic that I can't remember, but a lot of marketers are planning on investing more heavily in influencer marketing in 2022. Um, so it's definitely a trend that people have seen be effective. Um, we've seen it be effective. So it's definitely not going anywhere. It's definitely It definitely is effective. How many times can I say effective in one minute? Um, it is effective, but that is because, you know, influencers have a large audience, they have an engaged audience and they have an audience that trusts them. So they're going to trust what they tell them to buy. Um, how you want to go about kind of creating your own influencer marketing strategy. Again, I'm big on documentation. Um, obviously you want to make kind of a spreadsheet of the folks that you are going to reach out to. Put as much information as you can in there so you can, if you're building this out, you know, or you're having someone else build out this spreadsheet for you, when you go to look at it, you can you can kind of understand who this person is maybe without even having to look at their Instagram or social profile. Um, you probably want to do that still, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but still you go and, um, you know, have this spreadsheet all built out, all categorized, how it makes sense for you and the types of outreach that you're going to be doing or what you're looking to do. Um, you know, maybe you can't afford to do any of the pay to play folks. So you're just going to do micro influencers and give them a commission or send them free product or something like that. Um, so build out those lists and then come up with some standard pitches once you have all that, this is almost something that you can have someone on your team help you execute because you can, you know, work those pitches and have like parts of it where you're going to customize it depending on who you're, who you're reaching out to. Um, but some tips for writing those pitches, you're going to want to make sure that you keep it short and sweet, use flattery, um, make sure it's relevant. I can't stress that enough. Um, if it's like, feeling very forced to try and write or figure out how your product is going to fit with their brand. It's probably not a good fit. Move on. There's tons of people on social media. Um, three, know who you're reaching out to. Like we just talked about, is it a micro influencer or is it a bigger pay to play type of influencer? Um, four, make it as easy as possible for them to uh, answer you and just say yes to you. You know, make it very easy for them to say yes. Um, be strategic in that message so that, you know, if you have a certain product that's, you've got a lot of stock of it, you know, in inventory, um, or it's a very popular product, you know, push that. Um, and then lastly, the thing we talked about was make sure that you're following up. So yeah, I think that's a nice little intro and overview that hopefully gets you thinking about how, you know, gets you thinking a little bit more about influencer market influencer marketing and understanding that it's not like something that has to be like you have to you don't have to hire like a super expensive PR agency or something to do this you can do it yourself um, again you just got to get organized and strategic about it if you have more questions about influencer marketing or 
um, just want to run some ideas by us, honestly, we'd love to hear from you. Just head on over to our site. It's local44north.com. That's local for for the numbers, north.com. And head on over to the contact us page. And there's a bunch of different ways you can get in touch with us there. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today and listening to our episode on influencer marketing. And I hope you tune in next time. 